Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. And today I want to discuss men's and women's health specifically. Now, what's coming up for me recently, just a few different discussions I'm having with my clients, is the fact that there is some real health issues out there. And I'm not just talking about the overweight and obesity issues that, that are out there, but I'm talking about the, the inner health issues that we can't see, that aren't being diagnosed, that aren't being treated in the hope that it'll just disappear. So being a man, I'm going to talk about the man side um, first, because as a man, I can say this, that we are quite stubborn. We don't want to go and have those particular tests done to see what's going on. And whether you're a man or a woman, if you have that mindset of, I'm going to stick my head in the sand like an ostrich and not worry about what's going on up top, then that's a recipe for disaster. Because you can't pretend that something hasn't, isn't happening. It's like, you might have cancer, but if you don't go to the doctor, you'll be okay. That's what people's mindset is. Well, no, if you've got cancer, let's find out as soon as we can so that we can then work out a course of action to uh, cure it. Was it something like 75, 80% of cancers can be cured if we catch it early enough? But if we don't, then that's when we're in, we become in dire straits and it becomes painful and long drawn out treatment and ultimately can lead to a lot of people's loss of life. So we don't wanna be like that. Now for men, there's a few different issues I'm gonna talk about uh, with you here. Now, if you are overweight or obese, all of the things that I'm going to talk about just increase your likelihood of having issues with them. So a healthy, balanced lifestyle is going to help you. Strength exercise, cardiovascular exercise, a proper nutrition plan for you, as well as some supplementation. I'm going to talk about some supplements at the end, uh, but that's the course of action that you need to take. But there are a couple of specific things, and I'm going to talk about some of the signs here so that you can see, oh yeah, actually that does happen to me. I need to go and have that checked out. Now, the, firstly, I tell everybody, when it comes to your birthday, use that as the reminder, male or female, to go and have a full physical. Now, for men, blood, or for both, blood tests, okay? Full lot of blood tests, but for men, you wanna make sure that your cholesterol is done. You wanna make sure that your, they'll do all your blood sugars and um, your uh, cholesterol levels and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but also your PCA levels, so looking for signs of cancer, prostate cancer, things like that, um, a whole range of other things. Now, females, same lot of tests, apart from the prostate test, obviously, uh, but any other test that your doctor thinks that you should have. Now, again, male or female, if I can talk openly in this forum, I advise anyone, if you are changing partners, intimate partners, so yes, we're talking about sex. If you are changing partners, you owe it to your next partner to be clean, to be free of disease, or at least knowing that you have 
something so that you can then take appropriate steps and have an open and honest discussion with your next partner so that you don't just go willy-nilly going spreading more STDs around, sexually transmitted diseases around. So I think that's a good thing to be doing. Go and get tested. If you're swapping partners, you know, changing, ending relationships, going to another one, go and be tested. Make sure that you are all okay. Next thing that I will say, when it comes to um, men, when you get to the age of 50, you need to have a bowel test. So what does that mean? That means that they normally, in our country, they do it for free. When you get to 50, you get a kit in the mail and you do a, a basically a poo sample. They send it off and they tell you whether you need to have something further done. I actually had a colonoscopy when I was 50, which is, you know, you drink this stuff, they clean you out, stuck a camera up there to see what's uh, what's going on. You are knocked out, so you don't feel anything. I know what's going on, which I reckon is a pretty good thing. And uh, mine was all fine. Uh, my doctor said, I should have one. I'm at age 50. Why not? So that's what they did. Um, I advise everybody to do those once you get to the age of 50. Women, there are certain ages that you get to where you need to make sure that you're having your test. Please, please make sure that you um, continuously have your, your pap smears done. Um, they've just changed the rules here. It used to be every three years. I think they've gone out to five years here in Australia because they've got better testing or something. Um, making sure that you're doing those things. Uh, mammograms, doing the self-examinations, doing all of that kind of stuff. Uh, making sure that you're just taking good care of yourself. For me, I have the skin checks as well. Looking on you know, the outside of my body, I've had a number of moles cut off me, probably over 15 in total. Had one taken off my back just about three weeks ago. There was no issues with it, but the doctor just wanted to be certain. Um, you know, Doing all the right things to make sure that there's leaving nothing to chance. Okay? So they're the things that you can just do naturally. Just get into a routine of doing it. And I say, use your birthday. And then if you've got a good GP to go to, like general practitioner, we call them here in Australia, your doctor, make sure that you're on their mailing list to say, okay, send me a reminder when my next pap smear is due, when my next colonoscopy is due, when my next whatever is due, next skin check, next annual check. I get that from my doctor. Um, and with the blood test and everything, it's all done at the same time. So you want to pencil that in. Get it done. Now, the other things, men, there will be some signs from time to time that you may feel through your body that you think, hmm, this seems a little different. Now, if it's different, chances are there may be something wrong. So you need to see somebody about it. So again, if there are children listening to this right now, maybe just switch off right now. Mum and dad just don't have the kids, depending on how old they are, listen to this segment. But men, if you are having erection problems, chances are there is a, and you haven't before, there could be a whole wide range of reasons why that's happening. Sometimes it's lifestyle. Sometimes it's uh, your mindset because of what's going on. You could be so stressed, etc. Sometimes it could be prostate issues, which can lead to prostate cancer, which means um, uh, you know, it's having an impact on you being able to uh, maintain an erection. Uh, there's a whole range of different things. So if you are a man and you have those issues, please 
do not be afraid to go and talk to your doctor about it because just because you're a man, you don't have to feel like you're losing your manhood because that happens. Look, there could be a whole range of things outside of your control that are causing it. Let's treat it, let's fix it, and let's be done with it. Now, if you, I'm going to, in this same context, I'm going to talk about prostate cancer for a second. So with prostate cancer, what are some of the signs of that? Weighing a lot, okay? Maybe you have to, you're finding that you are weighing way more than you used to, but you're still drinking about the same amount of fluids. So that doesn't make sense, does it? Maybe you're trying to go for a wee and it's taking you ages to wee or it's not a continuous stream or things like that. I know I'm giving you way too much information here, but I want you to be able to really understand what I'm talking about. Or maybe there's some pain downstairs sometimes. You know, all of those things are a sign that you need to have your prostate checked out. Now, from my understanding, Prostate cancer is one of the easiest things to fix, okay? But yes, there's a consequence. There's two ways of treating it, radiology or take the prostate out. Now, I've heard this from a radiologist that if their view is that if they had it, they would just take the prostate out because you can have radiology and it can still come back. Now, here's the thing. If you have your prostate removed, the chances are you will never have an erection again naturally, okay? Because it's attached to um, the little erectile nerves or whatever, the glands. And so that means you won't be able to have an erection again. Unless, I think it depends on when they catch it, they may be able to reattach. But it doesn't mean that you can't ever have an erection again. It just means that you need to use things like Viagra in a sensible way um, so that you can still, uh, you know, still achieve that. So it's not the end of the world, but you've got to, it's in tough situations like this where you've got to weigh up, okay, do I want to risk the radiology and risk it coming back and maybe um, you know, becoming a lot worse or do I um, have it taken out and um, you know, I have to live with the consequences of having medication for the rest of it. Um, I know this is an open and frank discussion, but you may not have known this stuff. And that doesn't mean, okay, well, I don't want to now go to the doctor because I don't want to be told that I have to have it out and then I can't have an erection anymore. You still can, you just need some help to help it happen. Now, does that make you less of a man? I don't think so. I guess that comes down to how you think about it. At the end of the day, we want you to live a long and happy life as opposed to being unwell and dying early. So at the end of the day, it's a discussion with your doctor and I want to encourage you, if you have any issues in that area, you need to get the discussion going because I, I know as a man that that would wear, that would wear me down. Okay, you'd think, wow, I, I don't want that to have to happen to me. But if I think of the alternatives, I think, well, I would just go and have the discussion uh, with my doctor and um, see what, what the outcomes were. Because we always go to that worst case scenario. So we don't, you know, we don't want that to happen. On the, the female side, well, I guess some of the things that you might, might be suffering 
things like maybe it's a, a lack of libido. Now that can be a whole range of different things. It could be a hormonal thing. It could be just the way that you're feeling about yourself, lifestyle, um, you know, body image, or all of those kinds of things. Same deal. Go and have a discussion with your doctor. And this is why I think it's really important to find a GP, a doctor that you uh, like, know, and trust. And it took me a number of years to find a good one. We had a, a family one in my, my country, hometown, for uh, many years. And then, of course, they retire. And you need to find a new one. I moved, and I now have a really good, uh, good relationship with my doctor. He looks after everything. He's also a surgeon. And he's never let me down. He's always put me on the right path. I've had shoulder surgeries. I've had... Um, uh, I've had a vasectomy, I've had a, um, that's way too much information for a podcast, isn't it? Um, I've had a hernia operation, um, he's removed my moles, um, you know, all kinds of different things. He takes care of all my blood tests, all of that stuff, it's all taken care of. So it doesn't matter what comes up for me, I'd feel comfortable talking to him about it, whether it's mental health issues. Sometimes I talk about like just general mental health issues with uh, my clients and uh, medications and his perspective on antidepressants and types of antidepressants and, and that kind of stuff. And that only comes about by having a really trusted uh, and loving relationship with your, your GP. So I strongly advise you to do that. And then they will always send you in the right, the right direction, no matter what your, your health concerns are. The point here is I want you to be open with your, your doctor, be open with your partners, making sure that people around you, those that are important, don't tell everyone, but tell those people that are important in your life that are there to support you through whatever it is that you're going through. Because we create so many stories in our head that our health could be, oh, I'm getting this feeling, so therefore it could be cancer, therefore I could die. It, you know, it just throws us curveballs some, sometimes. So um, it's better to go straight to the doctor, get it sorted, Nine times out of 10 or 99 times out of 100, it's absolutely nothing and you put your mind at rest. Um, that's the best thing to do or you get, a, you get a solution for it. Now, some of the other things that are, are coming up for people um, over time, I'm working with uh, a range of people that have been through many different operations, surgeries, etc. Uh, and maybe having some nutrient deficiencies in their body. Uh, now, for some people, um, whether it's say, say it's a gastric band, uh, which is you know like putting a band around around your tummy to re restrict how much food goes in at any one time. Um, from that to some that have had gastric sleeves, like having two thirds of the stomach removed. People that are doing, and it's not just people like this because so many people are nutrient deficient, but people that have surgery, it probably um, it has an exponential impact because they're now consuming uh, less food altogether. And it's making sure that when, it really highlights the fact that we need to be eating highly nutritious food when we do eat. The trouble is most of us are eating food that's very, pardon me, low in nutritional value and therefore it doesn't serve us well. So it might be physically filling up our tummy and maybe there's a sense of giving us that satisfaction and I'm not hungry anymore, but it's not giving us the nutrients we need 
to give us the health that we need and the, well, ultimately the body and the mindset that we want as well, because all of that support, the, the way we fuel ourselves really dictates what we're gonna look like, how we're gonna function. So we wanna make sure that we're really optimizing what we put in. So like I say, when people are, uh, are restricted with the, the amount of food that they can eat, I find that it just has an exponential negative impact on some of these other things showing up. So I'm gonna tell you some of the key nutrients that you can take to support what it is that you are eating in your food. And I guess I'm a great example of this because I eat a huge amount of plant-based food. I don't, don't eat quite this much right now, but at the peak of my training, I would eat about 23 cups of plant-based food a day. That's mainly vegetables and, and salad, but it's also including um, probably two cups of fruit. Now, most people don't eat anywhere near a fraction of that. They really don't. Right now, I'm probably having four, five, seven, about 10 to, yeah, about 10 cups of plant-based food right now, 10 to 12 cups of plant-based food. There's something in a different phase of my training right now. Now, what I've learned is even though I'm consuming an enormous amount of plant-based food, we don't know what's in the food. You know, we don't know that it's 100% nutrient-rich when we're eating it. So we eat it in faith, in good faith, that we are going to take up the nutrient value from it. What I've learned is when I started putting first-class supplements into my body and how much better I felt in conjunction with that plant-based food, I realized that what I thought was in the plant-based food just wasn't. So it's like an insurance policy. I take supplements every single day. The key ones that I take are things like um, fish oil, capsules. Um, I take a vitamin D because I'm inside a lot. I also take a magnesium capsule for um, you know cramping and that kind of stuff, helps me recover a little quicker. I also take a, a very high quality, it's an isogenics one, uh, multivitamin as well. Now, here's the thing, if you are a nutrient deficient, a very high quality multivitamin can help you. Is it the solution to poor nutrition? Absolutely not. But it's a good way to supplement what you are doing so that you can get that little extra edge. And I've found clients that are doing this on top of following a good quality meal plan, uh, get some really good outcomes. Because I mean, you can get things like blotchy skin, you can get hair falling out. Um, I mean, they're just phys some physical things that you can see as opposed to uh, you know, natural ones, which might be um, lack of energy and lack of strength and that kind of stuff. I'm talking about physical things that show up in your body that don't look right. Like if, if you start to get blotches on your skin, if you start to get your hair falling out, then you know that there is something wrong. Most likely there's a nutrient deficiency in there. Um, and you, maybe there's something else going on. But the important thing to do is to not to ignore these things because they're signs and to do something about it. Go and speak to an expert. Uh, so another thing might be cramping and, and that kind of stuff. Now, a lot of these things can be easily solved, but you can create a big story in your head about it. The key with our health is to be looking for the signs, but making sure that we're also taking the best possible care of our health. So if you use me as an example, 
I am so, so stringent with the way that I live. I, I, right now I'm doing strength training three times a week. I do a little bit of cardio, which is just walking on some of the other days. I eat highly nutritious food every day. I drink uh, my three liter plus of water a day. I'm taking my supplements every single day. I not only take my supplements in the form of um, those capsules that I mentioned, but I also use high quality um, protein powder. I'm also taking, uh, sometimes I might use some, uh, some greens, which is like, a, uh, it's got like 22 vegetables in it. Mix it up with, ve- uh, with some water, shake it up and drink that as maybe a little extra bonus for some extra fiber and um, some nutrients on a particular day. But I'm doing that every day. I, I'm in a consistent sleep routine. I aim to get somewhere between, right now I'm aiming to get uh, around six and a half to seven hours plus of sleep a night if I can, good quality sleep. I'm doing all those things. But on top of that, I still have the annual blood check because you could take a look at me and say, well, well, because you live that lifestyle, why do you even need to go to the doctor? Well, I don't need to go to the doctor because I'm in poor health. I need to go to the doctor because I'm in good health and I want to stay in good health and I keep having the checks. So I do have, I've just had them done just a few weeks ago. Um, The blood tests, I have the skin check, hence having the one removed just recently. Um, I have that done every year. I have the flu shot every year. So they're available in April, sort of May here in Australia. So I make sure that I have mine earlier than later. This year, because of COVID, Uh, last year and so many people not getting the flu. We think it might be a big flu season this year because if COVID stays away, there'll be more people socialising together. So uh, the flu virtually didn't exist last year, but I still had a flu shot. Um, And so I I get the flu shot. I get other immunisations if they aren't necessary for me. They are also things that I do. So even though I'm in top physical health, I still make sure that I look after myself and get those health checks done so that I can remain in my peak physical position. So if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for you. And then I listen to those signs that come up through through the year. There might be certain things that come up and I say, oh, gee, I better go check that out. Doctor checks that, says, no, nah, it's fine. Um, you know, but that's what they're there for, to help us stay in tip-top quality shape. Because I'm so focused and so driven with what I want to achieve in this lifetime. I don't want to have these things as distractions. I don't want to have anything holding me back. Um, if you've listened to me before, you'll know that my family tree of health is not great. I have a lot of disease on both sides of the family. My mum died at 66. My dad died at 77. And... I'm 52 going 53 this year. Does that mean I could die between 66 and 77? I could live longer. I'm the healthiest person that's ever been on our family tree. But uh, does that mean I'm not going to suffer the same fate? I have a lot of the same qualities as my mum. A lot of the DNA of my mum in me. She passed away from cancer at 66. Have I got 13 years left? What if you had 13 years left? What would you do? I don't know. 
if that's going to be my fate. But what I do know is that I can control looking after me in the best possible way. And I hear so many stories every day of people that are not doing the right things by themselves. They're not having the the free regular checkups that they can to make sure that they are in check because they're scared of what the outcome would be. I would say be scared if you want to be, but step into the fear and do it anyway and take the necessary action because you're worth it for you and all of those people around you, all those loved ones, imagine what their life would be like if you weren't in it. So you've got to take care of number one and that's you. Now, if you want to get some more information about any of this that we've talked about, have more of a detailed discussion perhaps around some of the supplementation that you should be taking and what's suitable for you, then go to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. Reach out to me by uh, opting in for a free consultation. It's free of charge. We can have a conversation about how we can take you from where you are right now with your health to being on top of the world. Stay safe, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.